Welcome back to your home inspector training. I am Garth Haslam, the home medic. Subject this time around is structural issues. Segment one, we talked about vertical geological movement, also known as structural settlement. I want to continue along that vein this time around. This time we're going to be talking about undermined footings, especially as relates to maybe stream beds or underground water sources or undermined footings as relates to compaction issues, what you should know, what it can mean, and how to avoid missing something become a career ender for you. So jumping right in, undermined footings as relates to stream beds. Early in my career as a home inspector, I did an inspection where a home lied, I'm going to say about 15, 20 feet away from the surface stream. It was on the south side of the property, and between the property was nothing more than basically just a one-lane driveway. It wasn't concreted. It was kind of a weak asphalt sort of a material. And then you had the house. So as a result, we had a lot of water in the vicinity, and especially on that south side, there had been a lot of water over time. The property was built some time ago. I think it was probably about a 1920, 1930 sort of a house. So it had some miles on it. As I got into the house, I noticed that you could put a marble on one side of the room, the north side, and then it would roll. And by the time it got to the south wall, it was going at a pretty good clip, almost enough to dent the paint as it hit the other side. So we had a considerable structural settlement at this house as a result of water in the vicinity. Also the fact that the soil there was a loamy material. So loam isn't a very good structural support anyway, but add water to that and then you've got all this structural settlement. In another age, this would have been a situation where the only fix would have been to have torn the home down and to replace it hopefully on something a little bit more sturdy. Options now have changed, and in this particular home, they actually did structural piers. Now, structural piers are kind of what they sound like. They catch the underside of the footing, and then they go down to bedrock. And they're going to support that house from bedrock so that it will never settle again. They can actually jack that home back up into the original condition, and that's what they did on this home. So that is an option when you see homes that are damaged that much. They don't necessarily have to be knocked down. You can go with the structural piers option. One way of determining when you have a stream bed or underground water source type problem is the cracking. Again, the top of the crack, you're going to point to the direction where the crack is going to be. So, for example, on this particular house where you had the south-facing wall that was settling so considerably. They started at the base, and then they curled on roughly a 45-degree angle up towards the top. And that's where the crack was, or that's where the problem is, is on that south wall. So those cracks were on the east and west wall, both pointing at the top to the south wall. So that's how you know that the south wall is a problem. As you get better at reading cracks through your career, you'll understand that the whole concept of crack reading as a home inspector is important, and it's a, kind of a fun hobby to generate, to be able to look at a set of cracks 
and gather information that your client standing there has no idea how you got. But I got you halfway with just those little tips. Another one of the homes that I inspected, they built a brand new subdivision over an old stream bed. And basically what they did is they filled in the stream bed with soil and then built the subdivision. The problem with that is that the water continued to flow through the old stream bed, only now it was just doing it under the soil. And this water was actually washing soils away and compacting the soils so that you could see as you drove through this neighborhood, you could actually see about a one-foot depression that went through a few different homes. And those homes were showing some major cracks. Again, let's say that in this case, we've got a, a home with a couple of cracks in the middle. Let's just say for a moment that you're looking at a home where the outer corners don't seem to be cracking, but the center has arch cracks, basically an arch on the left that uh, comes from bottom left to upper right, and on the right side it goes upper left to bottom right. So it kind of looks in a twisted sort of way, kind of like a rainbow, only, only it's not going to be connected. You get that picture, hopefully. So if you've got that going, then you know that the center is what's settling and causing those cracks. If that's the case, there are very few answers to why the center of a home would settle other than the soil beneath that piece had settled. This would either be because of something like an underground river or perhaps maybe they compacted the soil on the outer corners and not in the middle, but that's not very likely. So under that sort of a scenario, you would go to an underground stream bed as your primary reason for those sorts of failures, and then you're going to talk about that with your clients. Of course, you are expected to know everything about everything, but don't go further than you know. And obviously, you are not a structural engineer. Maybe you are, but if you're not, don't go pretending that you are. You can always refer something like that to a structural engineer. Then we have undermined footings with no compaction. Very similar sort of a problem. There was a home I did in a rural farming community where the guy had just built the house and apparently he didn't compact anything. And basically what happened is this home, the north side of, of an addition that he had done, settled a few inches. This resulted in a crack that started small in the middle of this master bedroom on the east wall. The crack widened as it went up the wall, and then it stayed wide going across the ceiling and then it actually went back down the west wall, getting thinner again as it got towards the floor. When you see this, you know that where the top side has shown the most movement, that the hinge is at the bottom, and that we have settlement that's uh, going towards the north in this particular case. So if you see that, obviously that's a structural failure, and you certainly want to make sure that your clients are very clear that that's a structural failure doesn't mean that you need to condemn the house or tell them that they shouldn't buy it because maybe you've got a client that's looking for that sort of thing, but they do need to be clear on what they are buying. Not too far away from where my home is right now, there's a clubhouse. That clubhouse has been constructed right near a lake bed, and the lake bed soils are very thick and thin sediments clays and loams, those sorts of things. 
doesn't make a very good soil for putting a structure on, especially a heavy structure. So as a result, this big expensive clubhouse is settling and it's showing very clearly on the ceiling of this clubhouse where you've got these huge cracks that are developing. And man, am I glad that I'm not a member of that particular group. So they've got some large bills to pay and, you know, that may be one of those structural peer things too. That's not going to be cheap. So in this particular case, that happened. Maybe they compacted, maybe they didn't. But this is not a stream bed that's causing the undermined footings. It's just the fact that either you have no compaction or the the material could not be compacted. And as a result, you're getting a structural failure. Make sure as you are inspecting, especially near water bodies or maybe on a hillside, that you are looking for signs of structural stress, structural movement, structural cracks. Because if you don't and the home goes sliding down the hillside, you are going to get that 3 a.m. phone call and it will probably cost you your career when you get sued for the value of a home. Okay, again, one of the primary rules of thumb is that the top side of a crack is going to point to the problem area. If you have particular questions about what a crack might be telling you, there's other cracks that, for example, you might see maybe inside the structure, actually on an interior wall, you may see cracks in concrete Often concrete cracks are just concrete doing what it does, but sometimes concrete cracks are telling you that there is no longer any soil beneath the concrete. Quite often that soil will settle, it will leave the concrete up on a perched sort of a position, and then the concrete as it tries to settle and can't, it will show you those sorts of cracks. That's the kind of information you're going to be expected to know So you can always gather more information by talking to me directly, or you can go to notchi.org. Good source of information. Thank you for being on board, and as always, take good care of your clients, and do me proud.